This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's good, San Diego? Welcome into Gwen and Chris on this beautiful Thursday. Thursday afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Your favorite thing, Scraby, a carryover from yesterday. His mouth isn't working again. Oh my gosh, that's so true. He's got a carryover. Oh my gosh, Tony. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with my mouth right now. We're not even a minute and 20 seconds into the show. Not even 20 seconds. Don't give yourself, don't give yourself so much credit. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, welcome into Gwen and Chris. On this beautiful Thursday yeah. afternoon is what I attempted it to say. It is beautiful, it especially is. if you spent the last three days like I did in Reno, Nevada. Yeah. It is wonderful to be back home in the sunny San Diego, for sure. Hold on, I gotta fix this camera. All right, I literally just fixed it. It was up too close, man. You like to have it like up my nose. He likes the nostril shots. Yeah, I don't want the nostril shot, man. There we go. A little, little distance. A little <laughs> okay, distance. <fine. laughs> um, we got a great show for you guys lined up today. I'm excited. San Diego's son, San Diego's favorite son, Joe Musgrove joins the show in at the three o'clock hour. We got a chance to catch up with him before the show. They had an off day. He was nice enough. On his off day to spend 10 minutes with us. Yeah. And uh, we want to welcome him to the show because we taught him during the interview yes. how to sign on to YouTube and uh, watch the program by yeah. uh, searching for 97.3 The Fan. It was, a, it was a fun, serious conversation. Yeah, we had a uh, good time. We don't want to give up too much of it, but you'll be entertained. Also, in this hour, um, San Diego State's head coach, Sean Lewis, joins us, uh, the football coach. Yeah. who uh, has already got this place buzzing a little bit about, not our place, not not Odyssey, but the city, he buzzing does. a little bit about, you know, what he's um, kind of already been able to do in a short period of time in terms of talent. So we look forward to I know, I can't wait for the well. season because of this guy. And, uh, you know, I mean, J.D. Wicker did a great job, I mean, coming up with Sean Lewis. And, uh, I mean, everything... Everything that he could do right, he has done right to this point. And obviously, he's still got to go and play games and win games, and I'm sure he's aware of that. But uh, San Diego State's pretty excited about football, and Sean Lewis is the reason. So we're excited to have him on his first his first visit to the Gwyn and Chris show. Yes. I'm still I'm still fired up about our interview with Jane Ledee yesterday. Like, that just got me... I don't know. I mean, everybody does things in their in their work world that I hope everybody gets to do things in their work world that makes them just feel kind of good about what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. And every now and again, I think the same for us. You know, you get an interview and Jane Ledee comes on after that game on Tuesday night where the timing of it was fantastic. And thanks to uh, 
to Richard Lewis. Uh, Richard Lewis? Richard Stern. Yeah, Richard, Richard Stern. Stern. Sorry, Richard. I oh didn't know. God. I was trying to figure out I know him so I know him as Richard, and then I, <laughs> I, I compared him to the uh, character on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Richard Stern. <laughs> that's who Richard Lewis yeah, is. That's who Richard Lewis is. I was like, I know that name, but yeah, I know that's not who yeah. we're dealing with. Thanks to Richard Stern for helping us get Jaden uh, yesterday. And, uh, you know, just do an interview, and you feel good about, you know, him coming on and, uh, and, and how that went yesterday. So it was good. And look forward to tomorrow night when the Aztecs host New Mexico. Now... We were scheduled to have Jenny Kavnar on tomorrow. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. Fortunately for you guys who listen to the station, got to hear him um, with Craig and Annie earlier today. Uh, but we will catch up with her towards the end of spring training. Now that she is the everyday voice of the athletics. She has things that she has to do. Yeah, she has. To, and our showtime doesn't quite fit her daily job description. Right. You know, she's those games are going to you know be... You know, played at twelve ten our time, one ten their time, and you know that's going to fall right into our our slot time. Well, here. I think she should just ask John Fisher because you know he's involved with every single day to day operation well, with I, the A's. I think she would have a shot because he, he would probably just ask not to pay her on that day. Oh yeah, she, I don't want to get so, her in trouble. So, so. you know, okay. I, I think you're he, right. I don't, you're think, right. I don't, th- I don't right. think he would have a problem with it. But you're you know, right. I can't why do I have the feeling? Why do I have the feeling that Jenny Kavner thinks that John Fisher is quite the owner? I think he, she thinks he's a wonderful. I didn't owner. say that she thought anything. <laughs> oh, you're kind of implying. Things though, uh, kind yes, of not her. Here she did not imply anything. I am saying John Fisher uh, leaves a little bit to you the imagination. The, you remember the show, The Flintstones, when you used to get in the car and his feet? <laughs> I'm not backpedaling. That's that's. I'm not backpedaling. <laughs> Come on, the, Barney Rubble. The reverse at, uh, direction. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not backpedaling. We'll uh, have Jenny on before. I'm we sure will. we'll get her. We'll try to catch point. her before the regular season yeah. starts. Um, where then our showtime actually falls right in line with her normal job occupation. All right, more serious uh, things. Yesterday, we we unfortunately had to talk about um, the 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 crazy shooting that took place during the Super Bowl celebration for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, more information has started to trickle out, and uh, I think Scraby and I did we talk about this on air or was no. it off off? It was before the show. So. You know, I had kind of told Scraby that my feeling about this was, in terms of the motive, was that this was this seemed to be um, a couple some 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 a disagreement that started as a disagreement. That really? was my guess, rather than being something that was planned and carried out. Yes, because you know, I think unfortunately in our experience with some of these planned attacks, it's very rare that there's not a lot of casualties. And we are fortunate that yes, we're this actually ended. we're actually lucky that we didn't have as much. One life I'm is not too many. Yeah, one just life not is, as much bad things happen as could have. Right, one life is too many, but it could have been a lot more. Right, and you know if it was a targeted situation where people were being targeted, multiple people were being targeted. Um, those are the situations you seem to end up with a lot more fatalities. As it turns out, according to the authorities. Um, this is stems from a, a disagreement, a dispute among several people. Now they had three, or I believe, three people have been taken into custody at this point. Right. Um, but that was a uh, part of uh, some of the news that that came out today. Um, Police Chief Stacy Graves said Thursday that the total number number of victims is twenty three, including Lisa Lopez Galvin who was killed in the shooting. Graves said that the 22 people injured in the shooting ranged between the ages of 8 
and 47. And we know that there was, what, 12 that we heard from the children's hospital that yeah. were... Um, That's where, I mean, beyond everything else, I mean, so many kids being in the line of fire, just, I mean, just as heartbreaking and horrific. Yeah, three people were detained, two of whom are juveniles, um, and firearms were recovered during the mayhem, police said, but the investigation... The investigators are calling for witnesses, people with cell phone footage and victims of the violence to call a dedicated hotline. But um, and I and I bring this up because I think this will change the perspective moving forward in these events. Right. Had this had they come out today and said that this was a planned attack. I don't know about you guys, but that scares me a lot more than a, a, a dispute between people that ended up turning into this tragedy that that happened right i think most people will feel more comfortable than they would have had it been a planned attack it doesn't change the fact that we still have a uh well we'll call it an anger problem then in america i mean if a dispute is leading to somebody opening fire in a parade at a a parade with a bunch of people with a whole bunch of people around then we're still we're still far away from where we need to be in this country um, I, I know what you're saying, Tony. Um, you know, I just hope that we I hope that people don't shove this aside, but that'll be what ends up happening. Yeah. I hate to say it. I mean, it's it's happened in every other instance from the school shootings to malls to wherever we have these problems. Everybody talks a big game for about a day or two yeah. and then it, we just move on and nothing nothing ever changes. And. You know, I I have the feeling that a lot of people are going to react. Well, this was just an isolated incident. These were people that got mad at each other. Doesn't change the fact that we've got something that we've got to improve on. I I don't know how we're going to improve on it. You know, if you bring up the word guns, then all of a sudden being political. And so I don't know how to bring up the word guns without sounding political. Right. (laughs) But I don't see how everybody can't agree on the fact that. We don't do a good enough job of keeping guns out of the wrong hands. Now, that is not attacking the amendments or any of your rights. It's just saying that guns are not right, not winding up in the right hands. If you can't agree with that, I don't know what we can agree on. Yeah. And so, you know, hopefully we can find a way to do a better job of controlling that. I'm not trying to take away everybody's right to own a gun. I'm not. I'm trying to get guns out of the hands of people that don't, don't belong them. with them. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously these people, you get angry with somebody, you have a dispute, okay, they're, they're you're, wh- a, you're a pain in the butt, you're this or that, that. Let's, you know, we'll may, if you have to throw a punch, fine. But, I mean, we don't have to bring guns out and start shooting up a parade. Right. Please. There were, that, there, you know, and listen, no one is promoting any type of violence. But there was a time where disputes were settled like that. You know, a punch here, a punch there. Um, that is, we've. I think we've long passed that time. Yeah. And so, um, you know, hopefully this doesn't get just pushed to the side and that, um, you know, again, you don't, we don't want the nice things taken away from us ultimately. But And that's what you, your great point was yesterday. Yeah. You, we uh, keep having incidents like this. We're going to have to start closing shopping malls. We're going to have to start putting... 
fences and gates around schools and universities, and we're going to have to stop having parades altogether. And these are things that we enjoy that bring and, us together. And it may not even be that it ends up being forced. Just people won't will be scared enough not right. to want to risk it at some point. And so yeah. you hope that uh, you hope that things can um, can change a little bit moving forward. Um, really, outside of that. Nothing really going on in sports today. The Padres had the day off, as we explained a little bit earlier, with Joe Musgrove, uh, or we, we told, as we were speaking about having Joe Musgrove off. They had an off day, so not much going down there. Uh, Genesis did uh, launch today. We did see Tiger, but we also saw our good buddy Charlie Hoffman out there. Charlie's having a nice day. Shot at 269. Tiger has actually done pretty well. Uh, Tony Tiger Woods is not on the leaderboard, but he just birdied 17, and he is at even par. This is not a bad showing for somebody that has barely played golf for the last couple of years. It is weird to see him in an outfit that doesn't have a swoosh on it. It is yeah, kind of freaking His hat out has bit. no logo of any kind, right? Nope. Very strange. But uh, Tiger seven shots back. Patrick Cantlay's at seven under par. But, yeah, I mean, I think for Tiger, he'll take an even par round. I for mean, sure. I'm sure he'll say I could have done a little better, but... That's a pretty good showing. And, again, Charlie's uh, Charlie's trying to make it back-to-back weeks where he's going to be a threat. So. That's the one thing about golf, that once you see a golfer get a hot streak going, they can, pro golfers can carry that for a few weeks, even a month. So I wouldn't be surprised if he had a pretty nice weekend. Yeah. Charlie? Yeah, yeah. he had a good tournament. Right. So he's coming off some positive vibes, if you will. Um, uh, around sports, uh, one of the stories yesterday uh, took place actually – Behind the scenes, before Ooh, I talked be- about this on the screen before the crazy. game, Isaiah Stewart uh, ended up punching Drew Ebanks. Isaiah Stewart of Detroit Pistons. Something happened; an altercation happened before they even took the floor for warmups, uh, where Isaiah Stewart ends up punching Drew uh, Eubanks of the Phoenix Suns and uh, was eventually arrested. Now, uh, what I know about Isaiah Stewart, I don't know if you guys remember this. This might have been. Two years ago, in Detroit, LeBron ended up catching him with an elbow that split his head. And when he saw the blood, he just went berserk. I don't know if you remember. He was they were like he was chasing. Well, he wasn't chasing. He was running after LeBron on the court. I he had to be this. restrained. Really, he had to be kind of. It, it took place over like about a five minute period where he was like he'd calm him down and he was back to trying to get to him. Um, so there's a pattern. Here. There's that's what I'm getting to. He he has he has challenged guys to fights before. This one actually got to actual physicality. He was arrested later on, uh, released. But this is a story that I'm sure will develop over over the next 48 hours as the NBA weighs in on this. Can I please uh, you know invite or interest the NBA in uh, trying to deal with Isaiah Stewart in the same way that they dealt with Draymond Green? Draymond, Draymond had, Green is a lot higher profile guy, and everybody talks about him. Nobody talks about Isaiah Stewart. Pretty clear this guy's got a similar anger management problem, takes could, it out in all different kinds of ways. You could make the argument it, it might be worse. I mean, exactly. Uh, Tony, Draymond's I, is within the confines of the right. game. It's not yes, a no, fist I fight agree with back. you. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm just saying that a lot of people will just shove it off, and it's only this it's Isaiah Stewart, whereas Draymond Green creates talk show fodder. But, you know, you've still got to deal with this kind of thing. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often in sports. You know, you have the the field of play. 
You've got the competition. You've got guys going at it, you know, fighting things out. And then, you know, you locker rooms in a Major League Baseball stadium are, what, three, 400 yards apart, maybe a little further. Locker rooms in the NBA are much closer. closer yeah. Uh, the NHL, they're right there. You can go, you can actually go from your bench in the NHL, skate over a couple of strides, go onto the bench of the other team, and then go through and into their locker room. I mean, it's that simple. Yeah. Football, I mean, guys are, you know, going at it, hammer and tong all day long. I'm shocked that you don't have more of this stuff happen it, beneath it, the stands. It, I really, I really am. It speaks to the restraint that most individuals have. It yeah. speaks to the respect of the actual, you know, game in itself to most people have. Um, this one uh, clearly got out of hand. So we'll, we'll wait to hear more on it uh, as uh, we in these next few days. Uh, there was, you know, the celebrity softball game that is coming to uh, San Diego that I am the, uh, what do you call me, the skipper of one of the teams. You can't yeah. even get me on the team. I don't know what team I have who has who's on my team, but some of the names were released today. I'm sure you guys would like to hear a little bit about that. If you want to, stay tuned because we'll get to it on the other side. Sit back, relax. Four hours of Gwen and Chris coming your way. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chris Hello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, together today in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tiger Woods going to be upset. He bogeyed 18 today. So he finishes at one over par in his return to uh, competitive golf today. Tiger sits uh, eight shots off the first-round lead held by Patrick Cantlay. They got a pretty good... Uh, they got a pretty good uh, group out there. This is a good tournament, like, yeah, because it's in L.A. All the people want to play it. It's it's one of those tournaments. Yeah, Charlie Hoffman, our guys there at two under par, sixty nine today. Go nice get him, job, Charlie. Charlie. Staying right in the hunt. We got a good show today. Uh, Joe Musgrove, Padres pitcher and uh, San Diego's favorite son, will join us today. That's coming up at three forty. So you Padre fans, make sure you're tuned in for that. 
Aztec fans, don't miss head football coach Sean Lewis, who is joining us in about 15 minutes. Speaking of Sean Lewis, he is uh, on the list of celebrities for the Padre Celebrity Softball Game, which is going to take place when, Tony? Is it it's part of the uh, Yeah, Tony. Yeah, don't ask me. <laughs> well, you're only the manager of one <laughs> of the teams. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. just be rolling back in from Korea like the day before. I will two tell days you. Before. I will tell you. It's uh scheduled from three to three thirty to five thirty on Sunday, March twenty first twenty fourth, twenty four. It's gonna take place on the playing field. I would like to know it's gonna be a celebrity softball game. It's part of the fa- the Padre Fan Fest. Tony is one of the uh, the managers. They got a good look. I mean, it's a good roster here. Alex Morgan, Drew Brees, Kelsey Plum, the great wrestler Rey Mysterio. That's pretty cool. I he hope he wears st- his mask. He did. He came into studio one time and wore his mask. And he scared, has to. Scared He's Rey Mysterio. <laughs> uh, Carrie Walsh, Landon Donovan, Chris Olave. There's a few names here that I'm not as familiar with. Uh, Andre Reed, I'm very familiar with, of course. And Sean Lewis, the Aztec football coach. That's right. why I brought it up. Rob Machado. Yeah. Familiar with him as well. Yeah, good, great surfer. Rashid Shahid, Saints right. wide receiver. But here's what I want to know, Tony. Yes. As manager of one of the teams, mm-hmm. you're going to be a little, little research here. My guess is that most of these are right-handed hitters. <laughs> and yeah. I just want to know that if you want a little balance in your lineup, you need a left-handed hitter in there somewhere to break it up. I'm a switchy. You're not, but I am. <laughs> I'm a switchy. So I don't know where that came from. Switchy. Yeah, I'm not I sure meant what to that say means. switch hitter, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I'm a switchy. Yeah, I so again, I'm still trying to talk my way into this game. It's never going to work. Uh, you guys are talking to the wrong guy. Yeah. You're the manager. No, I am the manager. You can make roster decisions. No, I can make you can no pluck, roster you can, decisions. If Scraby and I are there, you can just pluck us out of the crowd. <laughs> I'm sure that would go over so well. <laughs> I will be wearing a hat, and you could just be like, oh, look what we have over here. I, I'm just excited that I actually might get my children to come to this because of some of the names on yeah, this they'll list. Enjoy this. Alex Morgan. Yeah. Now, Abby Dale Camper, uh, those are those are names that they yep. know. They know them. Yes, the uh, Jocelyn on the chat says my daughter is an eight year old competitive soccer player, and she would love to see Alex Morgan. Yeah. So yes. uh, now batting for Drew Brees, Matt Scraby. Can't see it. Yeah. Can't see that happening. That would either. be sweet. Not going to be happening. Uh, celebrity softball. He is... might be the one guy that I can't take out the lineup. I oh, can see here's him. A, here's I can a... see him being a little, little, little too competitive. On oh, this Drew side. Brees. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Here's a here's a great joke from Jocelyn. I know I just brought her up. She said, "So Tony, so Tony is like Bowmel. No roster decisions. Yowzers. Oh. No, no, no that input in roster decisions. Cold Ooh, blooded. That is. Well, he's he's the enemy now." He is. He is. Who, Bob Melvin? Yeah, he coaches the Giants. Giants. He's not the enemy. Come on, he's not an enemy. To you, maybe. Technically. Technically, he is. He's in our division. How about this breaking news that just hit my phone? Of course, my phone's not going to go to it, but did I I think I just saw that uh, Rob Manfred's tenure as commissioner will end in 2029. What? 2029, and not a moment sooner. (laughs) Oh, here it is. MLB trade rumors. Oh, it's in the trade rumors, huh? Yes. uh, That's not always official, Scrabe, is it? Well, it's coming from, yeah, MLB trade rumors is pretty good. It didn't come up on. No, Evan Drellich of The Athletic said that he's stepping down after it's over. 
Evan Drellich's? No, Man- Manfred oh. is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess his quote is, uh, you can only have so much fun in one lifetime. Kaisinger! Uh, we yeah. don't believe you. I have been open with them, the owners, about the fact that this is going to be my last term. But in his defense, he wants to go drink in peace. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, don't we all? I mean, that's what I did. Well, you don't. (laughs) Um, You know what's funny is is he he's actually been on the major league baseball side for decades. Like he was the lawyer, he was the the head negotiator before he became a commissioner for the owners prior to this. This tenure he's had, so it's not. I can see him wanting to bow out and do something different, but it'll be interesting to see because those type of decisions can have an impact on the the relationship that owners have with players. You know, for a long time, Bud Selig was that guy, and you know they had to strike in. Uh, I always felt that Bud Selig, and I know you know him, Tony, so I'm, I, it's not fair to me to be too critical of a, somebody I never met. But from afar, I always felt that he just did a lousy job for baseball. I mean, so many things happened under his watch that as a baseball fan upset me. Give, but, me, give me your list. Well, the tied All-Star game just seemed to show that he did not really have a good grasp of what was going on. But more than anything, it was the cancellation of a season in 1994. I mean, I think that's got to be first and foremost on his on his resume. But a lot of people look back at Bud Selig and, you know, seem to indicate that he did a lot of good things. I mean, the interleague play came under his watch. Yep. The wild cards came under his watch. Yep. So some good things happened. I just felt like he was... He didn't have a firm grip steering the ship of Major League Baseball. But having said that, always be careful what you wish for, because it's not like Rob Manfred's come in and done any amazing things. I think, I, I, honestly, I give Theo Epstein credit for some of the new rule changes and things that have come in and really helped baseball in the last couple of years. He seemed to be at the, the forefront of a lot of that. You can like, almost kind of look at commissioners like you look at presidents. Right, because there's going to be a bunch of stuff in there that people like. There's going to be some stuff in there that people hate. Yeah, they're going to have hired some people that did some good things, and they're going to have hired some people that did some things that weren't so good. Yeah, and you know that's kind of you can look at Rob Manfred's tenure like that too. I mean, yes, Theo is the brain trust behind what we saw last year, but he was smart enough to hire Theo to put him on his side and to address these issues. Yeah, that's that, true. That many people. We're reluctant to even dive into. So, uh, oh, okay, Scraby is is being demonstrative right now with his signals. We're having a nice conversation here. <laughs> uh, you know, we can have this later. Sean Lewis isn't going to wait for us. Yeah, I'll hear you. We'll get to Sean. He's coming on in about 10 minutes. And uh, as such, we will step aside to make way for our first interview with the Aztecs head football coach next. Head football coach Sean Lewis will join us shortly. Meanwhile, Major League Baseball players are quite upset right now. With they these, are salty about this. These uniforms, and I can tell you, these uniforms must be bad. That they actually took it to like the union to talk about. Like that's how bad these things must be. Um, apparently, Nike, in their attempt to make the uniforms lighter and airier. It's a word that we use now often. Airier. Airier. All right. And um, in their attempt to do so, have 
made the uniforms look like replicas and they aren't as comfortable. And I'm just and I'm giving you like the surface of the conversation here, but it's a big deal. It's such a big deal that Commissioner Manfred in his I will be stepping down speech had to actually address these. Let's play it. What people are saying um, uh, about any new initiative, um, I think you know in baseball, any new initiative, there's going to be some negative feedback. Um, first and most important, uh, th- these are Nike jerseys. I mean, we entered this partnership with Nike because of who they are and the kinds of products that they produce. Um, Everything they've done for us so far has been absolutely 100% successful across the board. Um, The jerseys are different. They're designed to be performance wear as opposed to what has traditionally been worn, so they are going to be different. But they have been tested more extensively than any jersey in any sport. Uh, The feedback from the All-Star game last year where the jerseys were worn was uniformly positive from the players. So I think after people, you know, wear them a little bit, I think that that they're going to be really popular. Wow. Doesn't sound like it. (laughs) Well, you know, that's Rob's way of spinning it, as he typically does. Um, And it sounds like the players might be out of luck on this one. They they wore these. Apparently, it sounds like they wore these uniforms during the All-Star game. There was good feedback. And the one thing Nike does is they do test their stuff. And it's not um, it's not going to be one of these things where players are going to complain and it's just going to go away. It sounds like there might be some give and take a little bit. but If you don't feel good, you can't play good. That's I'm how sorry. I always felt. Just can't. Let's get to our phone lines. We will be. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are being joined by San Diego State head football coach Sean Lewis. This is a big gift for us. Sean, thank you for coming on today. How are you? 
Guys, I'm doing great. Appreciate the opportunity for jumping on with you guys. First, before we get into any football stuff, I have to ask you, now that I found out that you, you're going to be in the softball game that I will be a head coach of, do you, <laughs> do you hit lefty? Do you hit righty? Where, where are we at? I'm a righty, and, and my strike zone is probably way too big. <laughs> That's all right. That's the beauty of softball is you can have a bigger strike zone and have a ton of success. If you get Tony as your manager, you're going to have a big leaguer to work on your swing. So you'll be. I good. need all the help I can get, guys. <laughs> well, Coach, listen, I, we'll, we'll take care of you when, you when we get to that point. But let's talk about this football team and this upcoming year. The city is it's seemingly a, a buzz right now since you've arrived. You've already been able to bring some some great talent alongside uh, to, to join this team. Just talk about your expectations for this program moving forward. Yeah, you know, I mean, we talked about it yesterday as a team, and, you know, we've been building this culture. And for me, it's about constant improvement and constant competition, right? We need to do a great job, and the staff has done a tremendous job of building the competitive maturity of our team, the competitive depth of our roster. And right now the guys have been working really, really hard. It's kind of hard to put a, an idea of where we're going to be or what we're going to look like because we haven't put any pads on right now, and we don't get a chance to do that until spring ball here coming up in March. But I'm excited with the way the guys are working and the energy that they're bringing to the building each and every single day. And, you know, with the talent that's right in our backyard, there, there's no reason why we shouldn't be competing for championships year in and year out as we get them to the building, as we develop those guys to fit our style of play. Sean, what is your style of leadership? How would you describe that? Uh, I mean, this is a, obviously a wonderful opportunity for you to be a head coach at a major Division I college football program. Sure, you had to sell yourself to the university. And so far, what you've been selling to this fan base and the people in San Diego, it seems to me they've been buying it. And I think everybody, like Tony said, is really excited. What's your, how would you describe how you went about this process? Yeah, you know, being very detail-oriented, um, having processes and systems in place when, when you're running an organization as large as a football team is with 120 guys and, you know, another 100 staff members, I think you got to be very detailed and very uh, clear in, in how you communicate and what you want to get done, set forth clear standards, clear expectations. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I think if I had to put a label on myself in any sort of way, I'd be, I would say that I'm a player's coach because I don't know what other type of coach there is, right? Like that we're here as a staff to serve our kids and it's our job to take them and get them to a place and this organization, you know, that they couldn't get to on their own. I think that's what great coaches do and, and that's what we have to do by building up the young men that are in our organization and build trust with them to have strong bonded relationships, right? And, and then because of that, then the kids will truly care about, you know, what we know and our expertise so that we can help them grow as young men and as players. Coach Lewis, I, I want to go back a little bit to the beginning. Before you took the job with San Diego State, obviously San Diego State had tremendous um, interest in you. But on the flip side of that, you would have to have interest in the, the school. What was it, aside from the weather and the city itself, uh, what was it about this school that made it attractive to you? Uh, the the number one thing, you know, is that you need talent and you need players. And, and that's your most valuable resource that you have the, the talent pool to, to be able to, to win at a really, really high level. And, and obviously the talent and the level of high school football that's being played here in Southern California, I think is second to none. So yeah. that was really, really um, attractive to me that I could wake up in my home and, and leave bright and early and go hit 10 to 12 high schools in a day, see tremendous 
uh, young men, visit with great coaches, be a resource for them, and then be able to turn around and still be home to help my wife with bed and bath time. Um, you know, yeah. so that was really, really important to me. Um, you know, and be there for our kids, and, and, and so also, you know, the the winning tradition. Um, and, and the history of this program, to me, if you could do it once, you can do it again. And uh, obviously we've won quite a few championships here, going all the way back to Coach uh, Coriel and, and the Air Coriel days, right? So all that time and, and the, the product that was put in the past and what we're going to be able to build in the future by handling the present right now is something I'm really, really excited about. Sean Lewis is with us, and of course, Sean, I know you were in Colorado last year. What is your? What do you think, or is there a difference in your mind between – Football played, say, in the Big 12 or the Pac-12, and football played in the Mountain West. You know, we've been we've been listening to this stuff for years and years and years out here. That you know what, the Power Five conference is a whole nother world out there, et cetera, et cetera. Yet the Aztecs have been right there competing with these guys and and winning most of their Pac-12 games actually over the last 10 or 15 years. So I'm assuming you don't see a big difference between the two. No, I mean, I've been very fortunate in my time and being a coach to where she was all the way down to the high school level, Division Two, FCS, Group of Five, Power Five, at all the various places that I've been. And when you step in between the white line, the, the passion and the purpose that the young men play with, there's not a huge difference. And, you know, if you're aligned as a team, you've got a great plan, and, and the kids are bought into that plan, I think that you know, anyone can beat anyone on any given day. Uh, and so, no, there, there, there's not a huge difference when it comes to stepping in between those white lines and putting the ball down and getting after it. Head football coach Sean Lewis joins us here on Gwen and Chris. And, Sean, I, one of the things that, you know, it seems to be a difficult landscape to navigate is the NIL, the transfer portal. What about that makes it, it seems like you have you've you've had some success in those areas. What what is it about those two areas that has seemingly been a difficult landscape for some, but for yourself and others, it has been a little bit easier. I think it's kind of the mindset that you bring to it. We we talk to our kids all the time for any sort of skill set. It's a mindset, right? So I I don't see the the landscape of NIL and the recent changes of in the portal as as a perceived negative. To mm-hmm. me, they're opportunities. Right. And it's an opportunity to roll your sleeves up, go do the work that, that winning requires. And it's a part of the game now that, that you have to embrace and that you have to educate yourself on. And as fast as everything is changing, I'm very fortunate to have an unbelievable staff with a lot of different experiences from a lot of different places. And we've been able to take their ideas, my own ideas, make them our ideas so that we can be super competitive in that space. And to take that piece of the puzzle along with everything else that San Diego State has to offer and create a, you know, what we think is a remarkable experience for for our young men to help them grow as young people, to get a tremendous degree, and and to give them an athletic experience in this competitive arena um, that's second to none. Sean Lewis, football coach at San Diego State, uh, making his first stop here on Gwen and Chris, and we're really excited to have him and uh, and have you here in San Diego, Sean. I mean, this San Diego State football program, I mean, it's coming off one bad season in terms of the record. Talk a little bit about where you felt you needed to attack in terms of, you know, skill players, line play, uh, you know, quarterbacks, wide receivers, defense. Where did you feel, looking at this squad from last year, you felt you needed to do attack and recruiting, and, and how do you feel you've done in accomplishing what you set out to do? Yeah, I, I think the biggest factors is always going to be for us is how can we build the most 
complete, big, athletic, fast, and physical, well-disciplined football team that we can, right? So we really prioritize our, our height, weight, speed measurables that, that we can verify from different sources. And I thought our staff did a great job going out and acquiring some, some great length, some great speed, um, some mid-skill players at the linebacker and tight end position um, that are able to play sideline to sideline and, and having a backer that in today's game, you know, that is able to run, you know, through the vertical seam and having a tight end that can do lots of different multiple things, um, both run and pass. Um, so I thought we did a great job in those areas. Um, you know, obviously having a quarterback is critically important. You know, when you, when you, when you get on the job and you get rolling and the guy at enterprise tells you, coach, we need to, we need to get some quarterbacks in this thing. You know, if that guy at enterprise knows that, then I think that tells us kind of what we need to do. Um, so, we were able to, to, you know, fill those holes, we think. And, again, we'll get to the field and get to work with how those guys process. And as the bullets start flying, see what we have, you know, across the board. I think there's the, the job along our trenches is never going to be done. We can mm -hmm. never be complacent in that space, right? The, the game is won up front with those bigs along the O-line and the D-line. And, um, you know, I, I never rest easy in that regard, just knowing what a premium those body types are. You know, it doesn't matter what level of the game it is but we need to continue to develop the guys that are in our building and look for the right talent that can join us here in the future. Who would have thunk an enterprise delivering an assist uh, to, the, <laughs> to, to the, the San Diego State's football team? Uh, Coach, I, I, I'm interested to know, with all of the movement that's going to take place in terms of teams that are on the West Coast playing in conferences that are really uh, in the Midwest or, or back East, when you go into a, a kid's house in Southern California – what typically are the things that matter most? I know, you know, for a long time it was you wanted to be in these Pac-12 conference. You wanted to be close to home. You wanted to be on the West Coast. But has the kids' mindset kind of changed now, especially with all this movement and teams on the West Coast now really playing and being centered in the Midwest or back East? Yeah, I, mean, I think the biggest thing, right, that, that's kind of shifted is, is that there used to be this big draw to play close to home. But with all the different uh, media outlets that are there, it doesn't matter if you're near or far, mm. the games are being broadcasted and, and, and your family and your friends can watch you play, right? So the biggest thing is what's going to be the fit for that individual family? What do they covet most? And, and to me, that that's where's the best opportunity for them to grow, for them to develop, and for them to get the exposure and the thing that they want to ultimately pursue their dreams uh, of playing in the NFL, right? Like those are the guys that we want to hunt. Those are the guys that we want to be after that have high dreams, high aspirations, that want to be highly productive. Productive and, and maximize their opportunities. So, you know, we're, we're talking to families about that, how, you know, their skill set, their character makeup is a great fit for our brand of football. And that's going to lead to, you know, great results both on and off the field, but unbelievable production that's undeniable that NFL scouts have to go see and so that we can continue to do a great job of developing those pros here on the Mesa and, and helping them achieve their, their dreams and their goals. Sean, thanks for the time. We've really enjoyed it. I want to throw one more at you real quick. Uh, just your thought on the state of college football. Tony mentioned the conference realignments, et cetera. Do you like the way the sport is headed right now or, or some things you're concerned with? Uh, I mean, again, it's constantly evolving, right? I, I think there, there's some great things that are happening for the, the players and the opportunities that are out there. I, I think there's some ways that we can modify it and, and make it better so that there can be a little bit more stability so that yeah. not every single time this portal window opens, you know, you're, it's unrestricted free agency across the board. But uh, again, there, there should be freedom. There should be flexibility. There should be the, the availability for choice. Um, but I think if we can do a better job of just, you know, putting a little bit more parameters in place so it's not just open season year round.
Coach Lewis, uh, we super appreciate you coming on and, so, and spending some time. Scraby over here and line him up against me. I'm ready to run through a wall <laughs> after, after this interview. I'm ready. Coach, we appreciate you coming on. I'll see you out on the baseball diamond or the softball diamond, however you want to put it. But this city is extremely excited about you and this and this program, and uh, we'll, be we'll be back behind you 100%. Guys, appreciate it. Go Aztecs. Thanks, Sean. Sean Lewis, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs football squad. Don't you think it would be kind of fun to just line you, Scraby and I up right here and just go hut, hut? It's all fun until Scraby Scraby decides to run back at you at full tilt because then I don't don't know, man. You know, I am Kevin (laughs) O'Connor's former high school teammate. I know, but what if I pancake him in the corner? There's zero chance of that. Zero. If you pancake Scravy, first of all, I'd have to get the phone phone out so we could get this on film. But that would be epic. Yeah. Scravy, you would never be able to live that down yeah, if you let Chris pancake you. Well, man. it wouldn't happen. So <laughs> He seems pretty confident happen. about that. Yeah, I mean, I think he, can, he can probably be pretty confident about it because, honestly, I don't even know how to pancake somebody. You so know, I wouldn't even know what the first thing to do. I so. may have uh, lost a lot of weight due to SD fat loss, but that doesn't mean I haven't built any muscle, baby. Yeah. Plus, you, I can run you over. proven that yeah, you got sure that you dog could. in you a little bit, too. Run, run. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Sean Lewis just got me in the mood to hit somebody. I, I agree. I got to be agree. honest with you. I, I need his energy. Yeah, I need it. What is, 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 is Manfred is just spilling all kinds of stuff. I just saw this come across. MLB wants December free agency. First of all, isn't it free agency in December? I mean, is it just one in that period? That oh, window? this is the, you the talk, signing period. Yes. <laughs> we'll have to We'll have to kind of figure that out a little bit, but that's – the uh, Sean Lewis man, he he definitely, he seems like the type of guy that has been waiting for this opportunity, and is more than ready. Yeah, I mean, and again, I I really credit you know J D Wicker. I yeah. mean, what happens from here, we don't know. Hopefully, they'll come out. I mean, you got to give the guy a little time, right? I mean, a lot of fans are going to want to go eleven and one right away. That'd be awesome, but you got to give the guy a little time to build his program up. But I, I, I can't imagine he's not going to be successful here. And, you know, for J.D. Wicker, I think, to go out an, a, under pressure circumstances. I mean, this is such a key hire. It is. And it just sounds like he's really hit a home this, run with this. This is a different hire than the, the past couple I uh, think so. of head coach hirings in football, from the football program because you, got you just, new moved, stadium into, you just you moved into cannot, a new stadium. Yes, right. You cannot uh, squander this opportunity. And, you know, unfortunately for Brady Hoke, the first couple of years of the new stadium really wasn't successful. That's right. The way they certainly expected the, the, it to be. Just think about it. Like a lot of times the timing is 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 important, right? And I bring this up because I, I think it has some kind of it, it kind of runs parallel, right? The Padres when they got Petco, they had a season that propelled them to get Petco. Right. Whereas they, didn't they win the division the first couple of years they were at Petco? They did, right? They did. So they, they, they got they it had off some to a good, good season, start. right? Yeah. Um, the Aztecs had some good seasons, uh, and, and fans got behind it. That led to the vote that pushed across the uh, the stadium, right? Right. But to follow that, you got You you want to have some good seasons in it because you, as we saw, the attendance fell drastically last year, and you know I think. Obviously, when you move into a new stadium, a new a new arena, whatever it may be, you want to have some success early. And as you mentioned, the first two years didn't quite 
reach the bar that that everybody was hoping. Typical luck for San Diego State in their you know their football program. The best two seasons they had came when they were playing in Carson. That's right. That's and, right. You know, not even playing in town because of the building of the stadium and COVID and all of these things happening. You know that they had two great years in a row. Nobody there, saw it. But nobody saw it. Real quick, I just want to mention that Michael is watching YouTube while sitting in the dentist chair for his biannual teeth cleaning. Say hello to my dental hygienist. Hello, hello dental, dental hygienist. Steve, take, it, take, take it easy care on Michael Steve. out there. The show Steve. goes everywhere. Take it easy on Steve out there. It's his name's Michael. Oh, Michael. you did have it right. I had no, it wrong. you said it right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. All right, Scraby, get over take here and line up, and we'll see if you make it through to the next segment. Oh, yeah, let's see if you <laughs> make it through. Daily Gambit on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.